Welcome to On Guard, the podcast where we talk about all things fencing. I'm your host, Ted, an amateur saber, longsword fencer, and a general history geek. Let's get right into it. In 1896, the first Olympic Games were held in Athens, Greece. One of the sports present at the first Olympics was fencing. And unlike other sports, fencing had two categories, one for amateurs and one for masters or professional fencers. The Olympics, in its inception, was not a platform for professional athletes, but rather meant for amateurs. There are two weapons present at the Olympics, foil and saber. However, that being said, Epi had been planned, but had eventually been cancelled due to the time it took to complete the foil events. This is a true story, by the way. Of the two weapon categories in 1896, only foil had a category for professionals, and that category was known as foil for masters. So let's take a look a little bit at the results for the first Olympics because they're really interesting and they tell you a lot about what was going on at the time. So the winner for the first Olympics fencing bouts was determined by a first to three points. So unlike modern fencing, which goes up to 15 points, Olympic fencing at the Olympics for the first round for the first year was very, very short comparatively. And at those fencing events, there are only two countries present, France and Greece. So this isn't the modern Olympics with over 100 countries present, large ceremonies. That, that wasn't what was going on at the Olympics in 1896. And mainly those two countries were there because they were trying to reinvigorate the old Olympic Games that happened in ancient Greece. So this is the history of the Olympics. The gold medalist for men's foil was Eugène-Henri Gravelot, and that's my best French that I can pronounce. And the gold medalist of men's saber was Ioannis Giordias. And remember, these two events were amateur events, so they're only somewhere in the neighborhood of around 10 to 20 participants per event. It was a very small-scale thing, and most of these guys were not training, you know, years and years to get to the sport. And both men foil and men's saber were between numerous competitors. However, the men's foil masters event was just a single bout between Pyrgos and Giovanni Perone, and the gold medalist of masters foil was Leonidas Pyrgos. And unlike the modern Olympics, the first Olympics really and truly, as you can see, were definitely a small scale event. I mean, you got one bout for a gold medal. I mean, that does not happen in modern Olympics. So we're le- we've looked at some of those results. We've looked at how many people are there, how many countries were present. It was a very small scale event. It was really just people who were trying to reinvigorate this old sport. Now, what was the historical basis basis for the fencing in 1896? And any scholar in sportsmanship or even someone who's an amateur with an interest in something like military history, can tell you that fencing has a very long history, right? We've seen some articles recently that have described fencing going all the way back to ancient Egypt, right, with the first, like, depictions of it there. Uh, for this particular sport, the main focus of Olympic fencing was modern fencing, or fencing that came from the 19th century. So the three weapons you probably have heard about if you like have heard anything about fencing are foil, saber, and epee. So the foil is not actually a sword. It's a practice weapon. 
that's based on the real sword known as the small sword. And right, the term foil is just something that you use to describe the actual practice weapon because you have a practice weapon and then you have the actual thing that you use for duels and for the military, etc. So now let's talk about you know another weapon, right? You got the saber. So the saber as well is a sword that's been around for a while, but the saber that you see at the modern Olympics is really the last iteration of it. It's based on the one from the 19th century. Now, one thing to know about saber terminology is that the saber, like the, the small sword and the foil, has its own name for its own practice weapons. And the saber practice weapon is either the single stick or something known as the gymnasium saber. So let's talk about the weapon that did not exist in the Olympic Games, but is very much a modern Olympic weapon, and that's the epée. Now, the epée is short for epée du combat. So the epée du combat is a French dueling weapon that exists very late into the 19th century. And really, it's a very interesting weapon because it's only meant for dueling. It was never used on a battlefield. There's no record of it in like any other circumstance. Well, that's all, folks. I hope you found the content today interesting. And until next time, keep those blades sharp. Let's go!